0: None of the content on this or any episode of the Kratom Science Podcast, Kratom Science Journal Club, or on any page of KratomScience.com is intended, nor should it be considered medical claims or medical advice. This is the Kratom Science Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gallagher, blog and social media writer for KratomScience.com, your source for all things Kratom. them. We're really doing it. Okay, I wanted to put this at the top of the show. It's just going to be me this week. Livingston Parish, Louisiana. If you live in Livingston Parish or the surrounding parishes, not too far from Baton Rouge and New Orleans, you got something to do tonight at 5 o'clock p.m. It's the Livingston Parish Ordinance Committee Meeting. That's tonight, Thursday, January 12th, 2023, 5 o'clock p.m. at the Governmental Building, 20355 Government Boulevard, Livingston, Louisiana, 70754. I'll have a link to the Google Maps in the description. It's going to be held in the Livingston Parish Council Chambers, They're going to be discussing ordinances, and on the agenda for tonight, January 12th at 5 p.m., is a discussion of a Kratom Prohibition Ordinance. So if you want to possess Kratom in Livingston Parish, Louisiana, and not be arrested for it, if you want to sell Kratom in Livingston Parish, Louisiana, and not be arrested for it, then show up at this meeting and voice your support for legal Kratom. This is no joke. Apparently, the last couple uh, meetings in Louisiana, none of the uh, local people showed up. So if you live in Louisiana and you want to continue using Kratom, th- this is how it starts. They're, they're trying it in uh, Mississippi, too. They have a state ban bill, uh, once again, being proposed, and they went around in counties like this, and they banned it in all these counties. So you, it's hit or miss when you're driving through Mississippi now, whether you're going to get arrested. Arkansas, of course, it's banned. Alabama, it's banned. Louisiana doesn't want to go next, or maybe you do, but uh, you're going to let them, you're going to sit around and let them do it if you don't show up this meeting. The American Kratom Association has announced that they're going to be at this meeting, which is good because they are funded by Kratom Community Resources, even if it's, Vendors mostly Uh, Those dollars that the vendors get Are Kratom community dollars They make money from the Kratom community That's why it's good that they focus on uh, Consumer protection That's their focus And and that's a proper focus And so they'll be there But the local um, You know council members Want to hear from the local people It's a good thing that there's paid lobbyists uh, working for the right to consume Kratom, but if the locals don't show up, then it's just kind of a fart in the wind sometimes. Good as they are at lobbying, they can't always uh, convince the um, local governments to not uh, throw people in jail uh, for taking Kratom. So show up if you're anywhere in any of the surrounding towns, if you're in Livingston Show up at this meeting. It's Livingston Parish Ordinance Committee meeting. It's Thursday, January 12, 2023. Tonight, that's today when I'm putting this out. 5 o'clock p.m. at the Governmental Building, 2355 Government Boulevard, Livingston, Louisiana, 70754. And it's in the Livingston Parish Council Chambers. And on the agenda is the discussion of a Kratom Prohibition Ordinance Okay, check out KratomScience.com I just wrote an article about this today Just detailing kind of the situation there Two council members that proposes it One's name is Tracy Gerlinghouse And the other council member is Jeff Ard That's A-R-D, Jeff Ard He is the brother of the sheriff, Jason Ard They told the local news that Yeah, the sheriff proposed this Well, you know The sheriff's the brother of this council member. And there's a lot of stuff we've been hearing about, maybe some of the motivations. There's always motivations for for why these things are getting banned. They're not just going to do it out of nowhere. So it's been brought to our attention by somebody looking carefully at this case of Livingston Parish that the Livingston Parish Sheriff, Jason Ard, has been receiving campaign contributions going as far back as 2013 that we could tell from a company called Smith Tank and Steel. Smith Tank and Steel, they're a local construction contractor out of Louisiana. They are the sponsor of LifeHouse, the Christian Drug Rehabilitation Center. It's an inpatient rehab. And Sheriff Ard, was the person, according to the news report, WBRZ News, who proposed to the council that they should carry out this ban. His brother, Jeff Ard, is a parish council member, and he was one of the people that brought up that this should be an ordinance. This is from WBRZ now the parish council is looking to ban the legal supplement. An introduction to an ordinance prohibiting Kratom drafted by councilman Jeff Ard and Tracy Gerlinghouse was deferred on Wednesday night. Gerlinghouse declined to talk about the ordinance, but he did tell me that the request is coming from the Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office. I reached out to the Sheriff's Office to find out why they requested that ban. They said they would get back to me tomorrow. Other law enforcement sources I spoke with either asked me what I was even talking about or told me they have not had any reportable run-ins with the substance, including overdoses. So they did get a statement from Sheriff Ard eventually. Sheriff Jason Ard said, quote, Discussions continue in Livingston Parish about Kratom. It's being used to enhance other drugs. We're concerned about overdoses and deaths here in our parish. We will continue working with our local leaders to be proactive and to do what's in the best interest of our citizens and the families who call Livingston Parish home, unquote. And apparently that's throwing them in jail if they use Kratom. Because a contractor that runs a rehab house gives you money every time you run for sheriff. Is that what's going on? I don't know. It looks awful fishy. Like in Mississippi, the police are going around lobbying for their right to arrest people who, for possessing kratom, which I think should be illegal. I mean, that's I don't think that kind of thing belongs in America, that police can go around and, and lobby for the opportunity to arrest more people for nonviolent crimes. Even the one news lady on WBRZ said that she contacted a lot of police and some of the police hadn't even heard about it. So it's obviously not... An issue with uh, people taking Kratom and going out and committing crimes. It's obviously a political issue here. And we got the receipts. Believe it or not, some of these for-profit rehabs like it when drugs are illegal because it gets some clients. People who are arrested for illegal drugs, sometimes instead of going to jail, they have the option to go into a rehabilitation program. And they're forced to go there. And somebody's got to pay for it. So these rehabilitation centers profit from the fact that drugs are illegal, which is terrible because it's it's not all of them that's doing this, but it is some. In Ascension Parish, which banned the sale of Kratom, we cover that on this podcast on one of our news episodes. They didn't make it criminal to carry Kratom in Ascension Parish. They just banned the sale, but you should be able to buy Kratom in that parish. But at that meeting... Members of LifeHouse showed up to testify at that meeting, several members. So you got this rehab, bussing people in to Ascension Parish to testify in favor of locking people up for using substances. Or having them arrested for using substances and possibly sentenced to uh, maybe a rehabilitation program. And you have the police testifying for the right to arrest people for Kratom. And you have the sheriff receiving campaign funds from Smith Tank and Steel who builds these rehab facilities. See how fucked this all is? This is not a way to run a sane society and have a sane drug policy. It's not a way to help people. I bet there are people who are helped in these rehabilitation centers, but this business of rehabilitation places and and police uh, testifying to drag people in jail for using kratom is just ludicrous. It's insane. These people are nuts. And at that meeting, uh, I think the American Kratom Association was the only people to show up to testify in favor. Well, that doesn't look that good. They it, but it doesn't look good when none of the, there's no local people showing up to say uh, I should have the right to use this in this county here that I call home. So if you're local to Livingston Parish, please show up for the love of God. It's free, and it's the great thing about this country. We we get to participate in the, in the rulemaking process, and then there's a lot that's purchased, of course, on a high level. But when it's a local level like this, you have the oppor- opportunity to show up. And lend your voice And you know these uh, council members Maybe you know them Or you can see them face to face on a street In a cafe They'll respond to you because You could bug the shit out of them If they don't do what you want them to do It's not like these uh, Washington politicians What you never see They're surrounded by armed security guards Constantly and they they don't have to look The people they're affecting face to face These local people do so it's really extra effective to show up and participate in how laws are made. So all those kratom community resources that fund the lobbyists—you uh, can't just rely on them. You got to show up as well. It's it's an uphill battle with this kratom, with this the way the media is depicting it. There's pl- there, now there's all these lawsuits because uh, some people used it irresponsibly and died, or Maybe they didn't use it irresponsibly. Maybe they just didn't know not to mix it with certain things. Maybe they didn't know about their pre-existing conditions. So people see these lawsuits. You know, somebody that's casually browsing the news or doing a Google search thinks Kratom is a deadly drug. So it's an uphill battle, and that's why you got to show up and tell your story. Um, I've met with a couple of reps around here about Kratom, Anyway, I'll put the information in the description Livingston Parish Ordinance Committee Meeting Governmental Building 2355 Government Boulevard Livingston, Louisiana 70754 In the Livingston Parish Council Chambers On the agenda, discussion of Kratom Prohibition Ordinance That's tonight at 5pm Thursday, January 12th, 2023 5pm And check out my article I wrote today on KratomScience.com it's the article called Livingston Parish, Louisiana Wants to Ban Kratom, January 12th Hearing Scheduled. Sheriff Tied to Rehab. So we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash science. Twitter at kratomscience. We're on YouTube. I'm putting this up Thursday on YouTube, but from here on out, I'm going to be putting the podcast up on Friday instead of Thursday so, if you're on YouTube and you want to listen on Thursday, just go to KratomScience.com slash podcast if you want to get it early. It just gives me less to do on Wednesday, and so Thursday I'll make the um, video and to be posted on Friday morning. And I'd rather you come to our platform. Uh, YouTube's actually been great. They haven't banned us. We had one in the beginning. I appealed it, and they... Um, Accepted my appeal uh, We are on TikTok again But I have no idea How long that's gonna last TikTok is so weird about censorship uh, Everybody I follow On there has to have a backup account It's just a bizarre Place um, But on TikTok It's Kratom Science but You can't spell Kratom out So it's M Science All one word. K-R-A-D-M Science. And I'll have a link in the description as well. So follow us on there. And I'm trying to get more guests. Just in the past year, it's been tough to get guests. Uh, I've been trying to get a forensic toxicologist to come on and explain a little bit in more detail about these Kratom deaths or Kratom-related deaths. I want to figure out how they work. I mean, my goal is to provide safety information. I want to figure out what other drugs that you combine with kratom that resulted in death. So I can tell you not to do those. I want to figure out what the mechanism of action is. Is it respiratory depression? I don't think so because kratom has shown to cause less respiratory depression than. but can you take enough that it causes it? I've Emailed three forensic toxicologists in the past week, and and just haven't gotten a reply. So, if you're a forensic toxicologist with any knowledge about how kratom works, how much mitragynine or whatever alkaloid you need to be toxic for it to be cause a toxic event, I really want to find this out to provide safety information to people. We're we're science based, so I'm not gonna say. I'm not going to see something that shows Kratom is harmful to certain people in certain situations and then just not talk about it because I want Kratom to be legal. Any risk to Kratom is an argument in favor of legality. The market is gray market enough as it is. It needs to be more regulated so we know what we're putting in our bodies. We need a full alkaloids list And and there just needs to be more research into the alkaloids which is another reason why it needs to be legal. So, you know, if you see a report that somebody had a liver uh, toxicity after they took Kratom, it could be that they had a pre-existing condition. If a lot of those case reports, people had fatty liver disease or they were lifelong alcoholics or something like that. Um, some of them, they might have just took a, taken a whole lot of Kratom. Some of them, the Kratom might have had lead in it um, and the people weren't tested for lead toxicity. Stuff like that. So, I want to get to the truth and... Science and evidence doesn't have shit to do with politics. That's why it's a shame that these drug policies suck so bad, because it distracts away from the science. If people in the Kratom community didn't have to worry about it being outlawed, then they could maybe perhaps have a more honest uh, look at it. Uh, Some people... Want to believe it's safe because it works for them, 100% safe. Some people want to believe it's 100% dangerous because it didn't work for them. Uh, you see that all the time. Kratom makes you, like this, yes, I start off liking Kratom, then it makes you addicted. And when it makes you do that. Well, no, it doesn't make you you do shit. It made you do it, but everybody's experience is different with, with substances, especially Kratom. Kratom is so complex. So, to scientists out there that listen I am trying to approach it from a scientific perspective we're called Kratom science I take that seriously I didn't come up with the name but I don't have a science background but I wanted to take the name seriously and so when somebody looks at Kratom science they'll find science and this is the first episode you're listening go back in the archives I got plenty of interviews with Uh, pharmacologists, psychologists, addiction psychiatrists. did have a toxicologist on here, Uh, Dr. Steinmetz from Germany. I wanted to get some more, especially ones that wrote papers about Kratom. You know, I've had uh, pharmacokineticists. Uh, I've had uh, social scientists. Uh, I'm trying to get the science of Kratom from every possible angle. Uh, That's the goal, to provide... Accurate information. There's too much political shit that masquerades as science. I'll tell you my politics. I believe Kratom should stay legal. Number one, because it's a violent thing. Uh, My friend Mike Overstreet, the Kratom guy, over at the Kratom guy show podcast, will articulate that pretty well. Prohibition is just an act of violence being done against people who are non-violent. Are not at all necessarily violent because of drug use. I don't even want to jinx it, but I do have an interview lined up for next week, so hopefully it'll be a regular show next week. And then I'm trying to get Dr. John hooked in for another journal club, and I usually do those last Thursday in the month. So we'll see. If I don't get a guest, it's just going to be me talking again. So there was a federal bill, and you can check this out on KratomScience.com. Uh, The title of the article I wrote about it is Federal Bill Would Limit FDA Power Over Kratom. So this bill, it was in the 117th Congress. The 117th Congress started in 2021 and it just ended in 2022. So this was introduced on December 20th in the 117th Congress ends at the end of that year, at the end of the even year. So now we're in the 118th Congress, and it has to be reintroduced. I'm not sure what the tactics were to introduce it that late into the session. They might have been trying to swiftly pass it through. But it's called the Federal Clarity for Kratom Consumers Act, and It's going to compel Congress to conduct hearings on Kratom, and they're scientific hearings. They're going to be hearing from science. Um, There's going to be a Kratom Research Task Force that reports on all the federally funded Kratom research that goes on. That's going to be presented to Congress. This is in the bill, so Congress is going to have to look at this. They're going to have to look at at the Science of Kratom, should this thing pass. It's a little uncertain. It's going to have to be reintroduced. And and I'll just say the sponsors in the Senate were Cory Booker from New Jersey. He's a Democrat. And Mike Lee, the Re- a Republican from Utah. It was co-sponsored by them both. So it was technically a bipartisan bill in the Senate. The sister bill in the House was sponsored by Mark Pocan. Who's a Democrat from Wisconsin. And it looks like they didn't have a Republican co-sponsor in the House. That's what I'm worried about. Should it be reintroduced in the next session? Because there is a fucking clown show going on in the House now. And it's coming from the Republican Party. I don't want to be partisan on here. Because I'd rather talk about issues. That's another thing that focusing on science gets you away from politics. Which I love. Getting away from politics. But I'm just stating the fact that it's a fucking circus in the House right now with some of these Republicans in particular. It's a big distraction. Uh, It looks like nothing's going to get done. They can name a new speaker every five minutes or whatever. That kind of makes me pessimistic. And I was talking to my other friend who said he's pretty pessimistic about it, about any creating bill or anything in the next two years getting passed with the way they... uh, or running things with the with the new naming the new speaker and all this freaking goofiness. So I apologize if you're a Republican and that offends you. I really don't want to be partisan, but that's what's going on. A Kratom bill isn't going to get passed in that atmosphere. And, quite frankly, the Republican Party is the worst party for sensible um, drug policy. Uh, the Democrats aren't the best. I mean, the Libertarian Party, every time they'll pass... Um, But, you know, it's hard to get a third party in power, and you might not necessarily like some of their other policies. So, I'm not saying vote Democrat, I'm just saying the Republicans suck, and there's Republicans that don't want to legalize weed, they don't want to legalize freaking CBD, and it's just a big, like, pro-wrestling event to them, I guess. Anyway, but this bill, so this bill would also, another important thing this bill would do would be to limit the power the FDA has now. And I'll read, I'll read from the article, and and these are quotes, this is basically me summarizing and quoting directly from the bill. And this is from KratomScience.com. The bill would also overturn justifications the FDA has been using to seize kratom shipments under its import alert initiated in 2014 by then-head of FDA's Division of Dietary Supplements, Daniel Fabricant, who's the current CEO of the Natural Products Association. The FDA will be restricted from treating quote, kratom or any product derived from or containing kratom as an adulterated dietary supplement, unquote, from regarding kratom as, quote, containing a new dietary ingredient, unquote, and from requiring kratom, quote, to undergo requirements for notification as a new dietary ingredient, unquote. Uh, This, if you go back to the episode that I had Anthony Roberts the journalist on. He is a uh, expert in uh, you know the dietary supplements industry and the FDA says Kratom has to go through a new dietary ingredient process and since they consider it dangerous they're not going to allow it to go through that process. There's been companies that applied and been rejected. This was the DSHEA act was passed in 1994. That's the Dietary Supplements Health and Education Act. What happened leading up to that act being passed was the FDA wanted to kind of crack down on dietary supplements and pose harsher restrictions, and Deshaies was kind of an answer to that, came up with the concept of New dietary ingredients, good manufacturing practices, and it was basically a protection for the dietary supplements industry that wouldn't have to go through harsher regulations that were maybe closer to the very strict regulations that uh, substance has to go through to be considered a drug. Uh, That takes uh, many years and millions of dollars problem with that is the FDA doesn't have an enforcement wing that's big enough to enforce the dietary supplements industry, safety standards, good manufacturing practices standards. And that's why with Kratom, they're turning to import alerts. They're trying to seize imports. The U.S. Marshals do that. They carry out the enforcement of the FDA, but the U.S. Marshals have other things to do. So that's why they're not seizing kratom at every port. Kratom's technically not illegal. If it was illegal, every police department in America could seize shipments. But now it only can be seized at the behest of the FDA by the U.S. Marshals. I digress. So that was passed in 94. So all things sold as dietary supplements up to 94 were grandfathered in. It didn't have to go through a process, like you could buy your vitamin A, vitamin C, anything you get at GNC, your uh, caffeine powder that could kill you if you take a teaspoon, anything at GNC. So that was all grandfathered in, but anything that came out after 94, anything that was sold in the United States after 94, had to go through a, quote, new dietary ingredient process. And Kratom... There's no evidence, they've been looking for it, they've been looking for receipts that are like maybe like an old hippie herbal head shop sold it pre-94, uh, but since there's no evidence that it's been sold in the United States before 94, Kratom technically should would be considered a new dietary ingredient, would have to go through this FDA process, uh, and it hasn't undergone, and that's been one of the legal contentions as far as that goes. But this bill would wipe all that shit out. So it's basically a Kratom legalization bill. I mean, it's going to be more legal than it had been. So the bill is not like a Consumer Protection Act where it lays out rules that it's not really a regulation bill. It's like a pre-regulation bill. So I assume that after this task force has to put out reports like every quarter about new Kratom research. Uh, then I, I assume Congress will look at the research and vote on it. In effect, I think it's it's the path to uh, actually legalize Kratom and hopefully create a sensible policy that would regulate uh, the manufacture and sale of Kratom and be sure that Every time we buy Kratom, it's free of lead, it's free in contamination, it's free of Fenibut and TNEptine and fentanyl and everything else. And a bonus would be to have an, a list of alkaloids contained in that particular blend, strain, whatever you want to call it, of Kratom. So, but this bill is technically dead because it was introduced with 10 days left into. The 117th Congress, or in the 118th, and it has to be reintroduced again. And it would be great if there could there would be a Republican co-sponsor in the House. But we do have Mark Pocan from Wisconsin, and then there is um, you got to give credit where credit is due. Mike Lee is a Republican from Utah in the Senate, and uh, Cory Booker, of course, is the ne- Democrat from New Jersey. So hopefully, they'll be able to get a uh, House Republican, and this will be like a truly nonpartisan effort to regulate Kratom. We'll let you know. I'll I'll write another. I read the whole law, and I just summarize it. I might ask around for somebody's political opinion about it that might know a little bit more than me, and try to put it into context for everybody. We are on the side. We're openly on the side of Kratom regulation and keeping it legal and everything, but I try to be objective. And you know I'm not just I'm not just gonna cheerlead I mean some of you might have noticed I don't just cheerlead uh even on the pro kratom side so because I think you deserve to know the truth you want me to sit here and tell you everybody on the kratom side is good and everybody on the band side is bad. I'm not gonna tell you that uh, you want me to tell you that. Everybody suing a Kratom company is wrong, and all the Kratom companies are innocent of any wrongdoing. I'm not going to tell you that. And basically, I think everybody doing the uh, regular podcasts, uh, Jamie and Mike, they're also a good source too. They're not going to sugarcoat shit for you. But, you know, we all have our opinions, but that doesn't mean we can't be, we can't look at all the facts as well. All right, so that's on KratomScience.com. We got that article, we got the we got the Louisiana Parish. There is a bill in Mississippi. I haven't written about that yet, but it's a state bill to ban Kratom. So far, it's just sitting there. It's, it's, uh, I think it's in committee. But uh, what we're going to do, we do have a Kratom legality page on KratomScience.com. If you go to KratomScience.com slash Kratom dash legality. But I'll just tell you right now, the uh, there are two Mississippi bills to ban Kratom. Throughout the state, it's uh, HB 5 and HB 364. They're both in the House Drug Policy Committee. They've tried this before, and it's uh, died in committee and failed, Um, but they're trying it again. So we'll have all the details there on KratomScience.com slash Kratom-Legality. All right, thanks for listening to support us please like subscribe share rate review check us out on social media facebook tiktok we're on tiktok and i'll have all the links in the description the music is risy the song is memories of thailand kratom science podcast is produced by me brian gallagher for kratom take care